Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Umi, just like Ian has said. And um, for those that don't know me, I have, we have been a part of this church since 2008. I am married to Loba. Um, he's sitting at the back there for 16 years now. And we have a son, 14 years old. He should be on his way back from the satellite camp with the rest of the youth, um, with their youth pastors. So I think they had a lovely time over the week. So, all right. So um, today we're starting the series on faith, hope, and love. And the Bible verse from, um, for this series is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, which reads, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of this is love. Of course, today I'll be starting with faith, all right? So um, without deep biblical references and theological explanations, my thought is generally that there is a very fine, thin line between faith and stupidity sometimes. <laughs> I will give you some scenarios um, to begin with so that you can see where I am coming from. So when Gary approached me with this topic, um, some scenarios quickly dropped into my mind. And I will give you one that, that is of my family. So when we have a challenge at home, um, basically our analytical mind and logical mind kind of kicks in. We see a mountain and immediately, if anybody knows my son, he's quickly gathering um, data together about the mathematical equation of um, how we can maybe run up the mountain, the speed that we need, or the length of the ladder that we might need to climb out of the mountain. While me, as a practical person, I'm probably looking for a durable material or a rope of how to sling over the mountain. And then Loba is somewhere sitting at the back of everything else, thinking about um, different scenarios of actually, should we run on? Should we run over the mountain? Should we run through the mountain? Should we go around it? And then he sometimes goes, actually, when we go over the mountain, what is after the mountain? So that's how we treat challenges in our family. And most of the time, we find ourselves at the other side of the mountain. But the difference is that those ideas that we have brought together, we kind of think they are God-inspired. They're God-dependent and God-given. So whenever we end up at the end of our challenge or the end of our mountain, we always find every time give glory to God for helping us across the mountain. Now, the other scenario I'll give you um, is about my mom. Anybody that knows my mom will probably have seen this one in action. My mom is the kind of person that sees this big mountain, and then she says, it's not there. The rest of us are like, but mom, this is a huge mountain, and a very big one at that. But she just goes, it's not there. And then you can feel us pinching each other, and then our jaws are dropping, and eyes are wide open. And then we're like, why are you not seeing the mountain? She just shrugs herself and says, it's not there. And you see, sometimes, most, actually most of the time, she ends up at the other side of that mountain. And I can tell you as a testimony, she raised four boys and a girl <laughs> by herself using the same kind of faith. All right, so now I've given you real life scenarios. Let's go into the Bible and let's see what the scenarios are there for us. Um, one of the ones I like to share is 
of course, Daniel in the lion's den. For example, he, he knew if he prayed all night, he was going to end up in the lion's den. But he did it anyway because of the kind of faith he had in God. And God did save him. The other scenario I will show you in the Bible is the three Hebrew boys. Um, if I were in existence when they were alive, I would have told them, guys, just kneel. You know, in your heart, don't do it. God understands. But they did it anyway. And of course, he landed them in the middle of the furnace. And of course, God saved them. Now you have seen different scenarios and why I think sometimes when people that are not believers and are seeing the things that we're doing, sometimes it looks as if we're stupid to them, is because they don't understand um, what we mean by faith. Now, let's get into the word of God. But before we do that, um, I'd like to invite the kids here, or the kids at heart, to come and pick up a piece of Lego from this box. And you're gonna have to hold on to it till the end of the, of the talk. So anybody want to have a try? I just need you to pick a piece of Lego and hold on to it till the end of the talk. Okay, thank you for participating. So what you have just done, kids, is that now you have to listen till the end of the talk because somewhere in the, in the middle of the talk, I'll tell you to do something else, okay? So maybe parents try to help them out. <laughs> All right, so now where were we? Um, what is faith? Of course, we'll go to Hebrews 11.1, 1, which reads, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, the way I'd really like to read this verse is to actually merge it using other translations. And it reads out like this. He says, now faith is the substance, which also means assurance, confidence, title deed, confirmation, found foundations of things hoped for, and the evidence that is conviction, assurance of things not seen. Um, sorry, I lost my way here. <laughs> so as you can see, faith is something tangible. It is something that you can hold on to. It is not a fantasy, it's not a make-believe, and it's not delusional. It's something that you can hold on to, just like the kids have picked up a piece of Lego that they're holding on to at the moment. Faith is just something that makes you believe that I know, that I know, that I know, or I believe, I just believe that I believe. Um, it is like you going into a waiting room, for example. The ticket you get from the waiting room gives you an assurance that you're going to be served. Or like Abraham, when God said he was going to have a son, faith is what he held on to before Isaac was born. Or like Hannah and Samuel, after she prayed at the temple, faith was what she held on to before Samuel was born. So as you can see that Faith is not something that is just out there. Faith is something that we can actually hold on to. Faith is something tangible that we can actually relate to. All right, so how do we build that faith? How do we get our hands on that faith that I've just described? Um, I guess that's the next question for most people. If we go into Romans 10, verse 17, which actually reads, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In fact, if you go up that chapter in verse 14, he actually says that 
how can they call on him, that is God, in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? I'll stop there a little bit. So it seems to me, according to the word of God that we've just read, that hearing is actually very important here. And where, as believers, do we hear what God has to tell us? In the Bible, in the word of God. So it's the only place where we know about his promises. It's the only, way, it's the only place where we can know his instructions for us. His promises about fear or anxiety, poverty, healing, you name it. It's in the Bible where you can get um, um, his promise for you about that particular situation. They are all in the Bible. The word here is what I am going to um, um, compare to the substance that we're talking about. The word of God um, that says about that particular situation is the assurance, the confidence that you have, that if you hold on to that word that you have just read from the Bible, then you will see a physical manifestation of what um, God, God is planning for you. For example, um, just to make it a little bit practical, I'm going to read from Isaiah 53, verse 5. It says that, but for he was wounded for our transgression, he was buried for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes, and some translation says wounds, we are healed. So that is like an assurance that you can hold on to when you are ill and you need God to um, make you whole. This is your title deed for healing, really. And for example, I'll also share um, in Isaiah 54, 13, for us that are parents here, we always worry about our children and what is going to happen to them or maybe when they fall ill or their future. Sometimes we worry about things like that. But Isaiah 54, 13 also says that all your sons, that, that means children, all your children shall be taught, shall be discipled of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. And other translations also say peace also means prosperity, also means well-being. So if, if you hold on to that, for, to, if you hold on to that for God to take care of your children's future, I think that's the title that you have. That's the confidence that you have that he's going to make that come to pass. So, and, um, and guess what? When we activate our faith, when we use our faith, what it actually does to God is that it pleases him, which leads to my last point of having faith actually pleases God. If you want to know why I say that, I, I, I would actually read from Hebrews 11, um, verse, verse 6. And it says that, and without faith, it is impossible. It cannot be done to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So it's like a way of life for us believers, you know? and. Um, in fact, if we, if we read um, another verse just to buttress this point, that's Hebrews 10, 38. It actually says, now the just, that is the righteous, shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. You know, so by faith, um, and this is what I mean sometimes when, uh, this is what I mean, this is what I mean when I said at the beginning that sometimes when we, act according to the word of God to, to believers that don't understand the Bible or understand God. Sometimes it looks very silly to them, but actually is a way of life for us as believers to actually hold on to faith and hold on to what God has for us in the Bible. So 
Now, as a challenge for us all, I would like um, us to take time you know, to find out for every situation, because there's a lot going around in the world that is making everybody anxious or fearful. Um, I, I know there are a lot of COVID has not even made things easy for some people, but we should actually go into the word of God and find out what he has said about each particular situation. And be rest assured that the Lord shall supply your needs according to his riches in glory. So to conclude, in my opinion, based on the scenarios I've shared, based on the Bible verses I've shared and the Bible scenarios that I've also shared this morning, after reading through everything, I think, I think um, life, living life through faith is our calling as, um, as believers, as, as chosen ones, as the righteous ones of God. It's, it's just the way that we're called to be. And for me, it just sums up into one phrase for me, that I am totally surrendered to the will of God. And I trust that in whatever situation and in whatever mountain that I'm facing, I also believe that he will see me through um, at the end of the day. I just need to trust him. Three biblical examples, Daniel in the lion's den, he didn't know if the lions were going to rip him apart, but he still acted on it anyway. And I like to think about it in a fun way that he actually used one of his lions for a pillow all through the night. You know, but he was, he, he was rest assured that God was going to save him, and he was saved. And then when the disciples were on the boat, when they, are trying, when they were trying to cross um, over that river, and then the storm was raging, they were actually very fearful. But, God, but Jesus was sleeping, actually, because Jesus knew that that storm was not going to consume them. They, he was resting, uh, he was rest assured that he was not going to um, be, um, be consumed by that um, storm. And then even when, um, another scenario about resting would be when, um, was it Pete, Peter, as he slept, um, he had a vision that the angel came to rescue him. But I think he was able to sleep because he knew God was going to rescue him at, for whatever reason, but at least his mind was at rest. So he actually slept when he was having um, that vision. So for me, let us, once we hold on to faith, we can be rest assured and rest easy on, on the fact that God would work out all that concerns us. Now, to finish in the end, um, for the kids that probably were listening, I hope you can bring your piece of Lego here and come and pick up your surprise from that box. <laughs> so, so just this is just like a, sim a symbolic representation that when you hold on to the word of God, there's an anticipation somewhere that he's going to do, do and finish all that concerns you. So that's, um, yeah, so that's just watch how the kids are doing it. It's like a confirmation of you hold on to the word of God and then there's a physical manifestation that he will do what he has to do for you. So thank you for um, listening. And then I'll call onto the van now to just go through a particular song just for us to go to, to reflect on what we've just heard. Thanks for listening.